What is up? Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. Yes. Happy Rex Manning Day. Happy Rex Manning Day. Nobody knows what that reference is. Oh, Rexy, you're so sexy. (laughs) That is from Empire Records. Yes. Back in the 90s. The best. Cult classic. The best. Yes. We're showing our age, but that's okay. Um, Fun fact, Mike had a huge crush on Liv Tyler. Wow. You're going to throw me under the bus like that. Yeah. I did. I did. There you go. I did. There you go. And that, that's the only reason this Puerto Rican listen to Aerosmith. <laughs> I was like obsessed with the Aerosmith days where Alicia Silverstone was in like all the videos. I know you were, yeah. She was like a 90s girl icon. Yeah. Um, and what, this is so embarrassing. Me and this girl that I was really good friends with in middle school, we used to try to like emulate them like wear the same clothes as them do the same things as they did in those videos like crying and crazy and all that um and eddie furlong was in one of them too i think we mentioned him in a previous episode but he was he was like i'm kind of done with your eddie furlong (laughs) obsession but um there were a lot of people in those 90s movies if you think about it like empire records dazed and confused can't hardly wait like all those like the stars that are in them when you watch back now hilarious mm-hmm. um also when you watch back them now that watch them back now you're like this movie could never come out right now yeah no 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 it, everyone would get canceled so fast <laughs> so true but we're like i love it yeah i know um and now looking at them in like movies now like alicia silverstone is like the mom in oh. diary of a wimpy kid when i saw that i was like we are so old <laughs> she's the mom now yeah, is this where we're at this is where we are she was an icon right um so yeah. yeah so rex manning day why don't you all just Fade away. away. Speaking of old, like this transition, um, we're in a season right now. This is what I want to talk about in this episode. We're in a season where um, our boys are getting older Mm -hmm. and we're realizing that there's a difference between care and control. And what's going to happen in this episode is I'm getting on the couch. You are getting on the couch. We're putting me on the couch um, because it was a week or so ago. I had texted, you were away. I think it was when you were in Ohio. Yeah. Um, And I texted you and I was like, I've been reflecting and I've come to the conclusion that there are so many times when I say that it's it's just because I care. Yeah. It's not. It's because I'm a control freak. Because you're a control freak. And that was such a hard pill to swallow, but I was like, damn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're we're in this season, and and so explain everybody what season we're in, so they know. Okay, so um, we have two teenage boys, and actually, well, we're recording this the end of January. Mm-hmm. I don't know when this is going to air, but on February fifth, Chase turns eighteen. Eighteen. Which, like, I know I only came into his life um, when he was ten, mm-hmm. but those eight years flew. Yeah. Like literally like Thanos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. His childhood is gone. <laughs> gone, right. 50% of it gone. Yes. Yeah. Um but uh it's like it's wild um and the more your kids grow up, the less control you have. Yeah. As much as you may want to try to like really like have a firm grasp on it, you don't. Mm-hmm. Um and that brings up all sorts of emotions. And it, like, it puts you, it puts the mirror in front of your face almost. Like, you realize, like, oh, crap, I got issues. Um, And is it more me or is it more them? Right. Um, But, yeah, so that's, uh, he got his license. He's going to college in the fall. Like, all these things are just really 
uh, making us aware of the control we don't have. Yep. Um, and how many times we try to disguise that as care. Yep. Um, and I think it's helping us uh, with Hunter. It's hard because they're different kids. Um, Chase is very independent, uh, very street smart. Hunter's more, uh, he's still immature mm-hmm. at times, um, but he's more, he's not as aware. Um, like if I, Chase uh, is going to go to school in New York City, and that does not worry me at all. But if we put Hunter in the middle of New York City, he wouldn't last a day. <laughs> he's so oblivious at times. Um, sometimes and- I feel like Hunter's the kid. I love him to death. But sometimes he's the kid. Like if a van pulls up and be like, hey, kid, I got some candy. He's like, hell yeah, let's get some candy. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> he would jump. He would dive into the van. Whereas Chase would be like, nah, bro, uh, yeah, you yeah. need to go. Um, so... It's, I think it's helping us, the awareness that's coming up now, it's helping us with Hunter because like, um, it's helping me to release control in a lot of instances. Um, but I wish I would have had a head start on that. Yeah. You know, um, I know we've said multiple times, like we're not raising children, we're raising adults. Right. And I think we came to that conclusion a little too late in life. Mm-hmm. So if you are a parent of young kids, you're raising adults, be aware of that. Yeah. Um, because we recently, uh, when we were going away for the night. Hunter was at his dad's and Chase wanted to stay home by himself. And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, and Mike was thinking about it. I was like, are you crazy? He's like, Jill, he's going to be going away to school in less than a year. And we expect him to live on his own and take care of himself. In New York City. In New York City. Like, how could we not leave him alone overnight in Marlton? Like, first of all, what's he going to do? Right. Like, okay, he might have a couple friends over, but like, we also trust him. Like, I don't think he would have a blowout party raging kegger no. at our house. Right. Um, but like, we have to be able to trust him because how can we feel like we've prepared him as parents to go off and be an adult if we don't give him the freedom or opportunity to do so? Right. And that was terrifying. Mm-hmm. But we let him. Mm-hmm. and nothing happened imagine that look at that imagine that look at that and even if it did like we have all the technology in the world like find my iphone we know where he's at ring doorbell we know who's coming in the house like right. all these things um that our parents didn't have but it's just you know you mask it with the i you know i just what happens if something happened to him what happens if someone broke into the house what happens this what and we disguise it as because we care Mm -hmm. and it's nine times out of ten it's just we're control freak control freak yeah and yeah and control freaks thinks they think they hide it well (laughs) but they don't you mean i don't hide it you do not hide it well um it's so obvious and and listen like as we're putting you on the couch and throwing you on the bus at the same time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to, know, I need to let everyone know that I struggle with this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody has to be the stable person in this podcast today. Wow! So, <laughs> wow! So, so I, I get it. I get it. You know, um, in when I went through my first divorce, I went to a counselor, and ironically, it was in Manhattan. And this dude would just sit there and just nod his head and go, mm, yeah, yeah. Well, how does it make you feel? And da, da, da. and then he did this hand gesture that would piss me off every single time because he was working on my issues. And he would put his hands out in front of him and he would just go like this without saying a word. He's slowly opening oh, his slowly hand. Opening his hands. Like in a gesture of release. Yeah, yeah. And 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 he would just do that. And 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 I would look at him. He's and he would go, you have to learn to let go. You have to learn to let go. And it would, I would want to just like 
grab the clock off the wall, throw it at him. <laughs> like I just wanted to get violent because I'm like, I'm, I'm not here to pay you just to tell me to. You need to learn to let just go. Tell me what to do and how tell to me, fix tell it. Tell me, yeah, I want to yeah. fix this. Don't but just that, tell me to let go. But that was the healing of just learning to not be in control. And mm-hmm. I learned this principle, and this is I think this is the principle that's going to help everyone out. And I don't want to alienate people who are listening that aren't parents. I think this works if you're a leader, boss, mm-hmm. um, friend. Learn the difference between care and control. Mm -hmm. And all because something is under your care, this is the big principle of the podcast, all because something is under your care doesn't mean it should be under your control. Mm -hmm. And to learn the difference with it. Mm -hmm. um, Because that's where we fail most of the time. Um, We fail when, and we're not properly raising our kids and exposing exposing them to the things they need exposure to. Um, Because we can't childproof life. Mm -hmm. We can't continue to childproof life. You would, and you're doing a way better job, but you would constantly look at Hunter's phone almost every night, right? Why? And- like, you're really throwing me under the bus, <laughs> huh? No, I did. I, w- yeah. I would look at his phone every night to see what he was doing, mm-hmm. see what was going on. And six months ago, I stopped doing that. Yeah. I haven't looked at his phone in I can't even tell you how long because, like, they also deserve privacy, you yeah. know? Um, but me scanning his phone every night to find out what's going on, all that did was make me more anxious and crazy mm-hmm. rather than making me feel closer to him. And I've I've come to realize as they've gotten older, I'd rather hear it from them. Mm-hmm. Um, in those moments that we talked about previously, um, where they confide in us and stuff, because then you're actually finding out what's going on rather than like reading it and insinuating whatever, inflating whatever crazy story in your head. Like this person said this, and it yeah, was like yeah. it's it's actually like an inside joke. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Right, right. But yeah, yeah. And when we when we create that space for them to have some level of privacy, mm-hmm. um, it, the byproduct of that is that they start confiding in us. And sometimes Chase tells me stuff. I'm like, yo. Way too much. Way too much. <laughs> I'm good. good. I didn't need to know bro. that, but thank you for not having secrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, but I didn't need to know that. But I think it's a result of us just, um, you know, what's that? The, you know, when you're walking a dog, they have the the retractable, the, the retractable leash. leash. I think yeah. as a kid gets older, you have to start just like letting retract, like let it let it go out of the spindle a little bit mm-hmm. and give them a longer and longer leash. Um, because I think ultimately there's, so the difference between care and control, mm-hmm. right? How would you define the difference in the definition between care and control? I don't control? know. That's why I'm on the couch. <laughs> that's why you're on the couch. <laughs> tell so me. I think. Don't just do this. Let go. Just, just let tell go. me. Um, I think when you, you, we always have to care, mm-hmm. um, but we're very rarely in control. Yeah. All right. And, and so we have to know the difference because caring means this as a parent, as a leader, as a, you know, a supervisor, whatever. My care is that as I'm caring for you, I'm helping you. Mm-hmm. And you can't help someone and control them at the same time. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. So when I say helping, you have to serve them. So everything that I do, I'm serving you with the space and the opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. I'm serving you with the opportunity to increase what I would call your pain threshold. Mm-hmm. And we're dealing with a lot of young leaders right now, especially in a, in a, in the, under the umbrella of church, right? Where some of them, like, they can't handle life. I know I sound like an old fart right now, but no, they, they just can't. They can't handle disappointment. They can't handle it. It is so devastating. I understand it's, it's, it hurts, mm-hmm. but it is so it's debilitating. Yeah. And, and I think it's because, um, think about the evolution of parenting. Like, you and I growing up, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, like, I was in second grade in Atlantic City, New Jersey, right? So it's like the Las Vegas <laughs> of the East Coast. And my mom would put some money in my pocket, 
and I would walk four blocks by myself, second grade, city blocks, by the way, <laughs> um, then stop at the deli, order my own lunch, get a nice little sub with the, with the, with the amazing lunch meat of the East Coast, right? Then walk to school and then come back all by myself and then come home to an empty household because my mom didn't come home, get off of work until five o'clock, six o'clock, mm-hmm. right? Second grade. Meanwhile, fast forward to 2022, we were bugging out about letting Chase stay home alone at the age of 17. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think like we rob them when we don't give them the space to do that. Maybe some people are like, oh, I would never let my second grader. I'm not saying to do that. Yeah. Um, my mom was a little more she she was she was hood (laughs) no but society always overcorrects too because think Mm -hmm. about it like because we had such freedom like in grade school you would go out i'd jump on my bike ride my bike all around burlington my parents had no idea where i was i just knew i had to be home by the time the street lights were on or by the time my mom screamed my name on the front porch yep we would never allow our children to do that. Like we, we came home off the bus. There was no one home. Mm-hmm. And because we experienced all that, so now us as parents, we want to do the opposite. We want to overcorrect. Right. And we want to helicopter and we want to do all these things. And that's not healthy either. No. And it's just it's it's just interesting, the cycle of life. Right. And we're not letting them have the space to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Experience some heartache. Mm-hmm. Experience the repercussions of this is what happens when you show up late to somewhere mm-hmm. or the repercussions and we want to buffer them, buffer this them. This is what happens them. when you don't practice and you don't prioritize and then you don't make the team. You don't make the team, right? Um, and it's not the response of, well, you know, the team's already picked and it's politics and it's the right. favoritism. It's all that. No, maybe it's just they you weren't prepared or they're not good enough. Yeah. Yikes. And that's right. hard. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a hard thing to talk your kids through. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we've, we've said all those excuses, right. um, but are we really helping them? Is that really care? No, it's you know? not. They can't just... handle disappointment. They can't handle failure. Yep. Uh, it's it's like when your kid falls when they're little. Yep. And there's two reactions to that. There's the reaction of, you're good, get up, walk it off, you're fine. Or yeah. there's the reaction, oh my goodness, are you okay? And that's when the kid cries more. Mm-hmm. Be- when you're like, when you're making them seem like something's wrong or devastating rather than teaching them how to stand up and shake it off. Right, yep. I used to do this thing and people would look at me like I was a horrible person, but I used to ask Chase, like, are you hurt or are you injured when he fell, right? Mm -hmm. Because to me, that helped safeguard me into creating that space for him to grow and increase his pain capacity, Mm -hmm. right? So that helped me not be the callous parent, like, you good, get up, throw some dirt on it and walk. Like, are you hurt or are you injured? Because if you're injured, if it's bleeding, if it needs stitches, like, we need to tend to it. Yeah. But if you're just hurt, if it's just going to be a bruise, sometimes you get bruises in life, bro. Like, learn to walk it off learn to you know what i mean so are you hurt or are you injured and so but i'm going to create the space to help you increase your pain capacity Mm -hmm. i I want you to experience some level of disappointment Mm -hmm. so that when you're an adult when disappointment comes there's some exposure to it you know we we, i think it's even wise like we it's almost like immunity right like you know like it's good to let your kids play in the dirt every now and then Mm -hmm. because it builds up their immunity Mm because you don't want them to like if you just shelter them their whole lives Mm -hmm. um when they get to college they're not going to be able to handle certain things right and that's Mm -hmm. what we see it all the time they get to college and they wow out right (laughs) i'm pointing at joe right now right now you were you were sheltered because you were punished not because your mom was a helicopter parent yeah no my parents weren't helicopter parents um i was just a bad kid (laughs) i found trouble any chance i found trouble and i was stupid about it too like i always got caught like just (laughs) dumb um so i was grounded a lot 
warranted it totally warranted Mm -hmm. um but when i got to college i had all this freedom and i wild out yeah and then my sophomore year i was home in community college because it was like (laughs) ah we tried that didn't work work. you failed right figure it out and it's something honestly like i live with to this day and i'm glad that my parents didn't make excuses for the fact of why i essentially failed out of college my freshman year um they they put the responsibility on me yeah and it's something that i've carried with me and like i do regret that and i do i did learn my lesson from that because then i went to community college and i had four point know like I I really got it together Um, but yeah it's it's an example of uh, you just you need to figure it out you know Mm -hmm. so yep because if not they're gonna wall out yeah if you don't if you don't help them help them learn how to steward and be responsible for their independence and liberty while they're being supervised Mm -hmm. right yeah we want them it's not gonna there's not there's no such thing as a switch like all of a sudden you're an adult now you got you got to be responsible. Yeah. Like, but before that, I'm the one cutting the, you know, <laughs> cutting the crust off your sandwiches and doing this and doing that. Like, y- y- we have to again. Just we're we're serving them with the opportunity to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Y- you can't just keep them safe. Yeah. Because your comfort zone is a beautiful place, but it do- nothing grows there. Yeah. Nothing grows there. So let them grow. Yeah. Um. So it's always it's always under your care. It's not under your control. Yeah. And serve them with the opportunity to increase their pain capacity. And with that, even from a non-parenting standpoint, like as a boss, like you may want to micromanage your employee and get updates on every single step of the task that they're working on. But like, what would it look like if you were like, this is the job. This is, these are the, these are the bullet points. Right. However you get there, obviously ethically, Mm -hmm. um, get there but like if you're like well what did you do this did you do that like you're not allowing that person to grow you're not allowing that person to thrive and feel a sense of ownership Mm -hmm. because you're over their shoulder 24 7 even something um for anyone older listening has your parents get older um your parents may have had may have opinions about what they want to do with their life and care they want to receive and as their child it could be really hard because you want them to do what you want them to do and that's really hard to navigate but it also teaches you compassion Mm -hmm. and it teaches you uh just how to truly unconditionally care for them regardless of what the end result looks like right so there's so many different aspects of that that you could stem off of rather than just like us talking about our teenage kids yeah yeah I'm, that's funny you mentioned this because not only are we letting go of our kids there's this other transition in life where um not so much our parents but um at least my grandparent my grandmother right now at the time of this recording, i didn't want to throw you under the no, bus yeah but, but yeah. it's true she, my grandmother is in the hospital and uh, she has a dnr uh which means i do not resuscitate and uh she had an incident last week now my family, they're a bunch of, um, you know, formerly Spanish Catholics. So they had kids at a young age. So when you say grandmother, you might think she's really, really old. But Yeah, my grandparents are no longer living. Right. So, so my grandmother's only 77, mm-hmm. right? I know that's a full life. No, but, but that's for a 42-year-old to have a 77 year old grandparent it, it's it's young and right. most people our age don't have living grandparents mm-hmm. anymore. So Right, right. but... Um, she had an incident last week where, you know, and my mother was out of town. And so uh, the grandkids were left 
making some decisions for her, you know, but they were, they, they brought her back. Um, and she was upset. She was mad at us because she was like, why did you bring me back? I have a DNR, you know, she's ready to go. Mm-hmm. And some of us were just like, we're not ready to let you go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we can't make her decisions. Yeah. We can't. Yeah. We can't. She, this is, she's a grown she's 77. She's at peace with it. Yeah. She's yeah. at peace. She's ready to go. She feels like she lived the full life. Um, but again, it's that, it's the letting go process. And, mm-hmm. And I think it, 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 again, reminded me of the principle of leading someone doesn't mean you control them either. Mm-hmm. So if you want to put it still under the paradigm of like um, being a boss or that kind of on top of just parenting, leading means that you're, you have a voice in the decision making where control is you're the decision maker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, well, and so, in that case, like your grandmother had called you and asked you like your thoughts right, and right, stuff right. like that. But at the end of the day, you have no control over the decision that she makes. None. None whatsoever. Same thing with our kids. We can say anything we want to them, but the second they walk out the door, they're making their own decisions. Right. And sometimes those decisions will please us, and sometimes those decisions will grieve us. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, Ooh I've been hanging out with you too much. Um <laughs> And, and it's true. And we have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with because that. essentially you're training them up to be adults mm-hmm. and you're there just as you're like, what's the term I'm looking for? You're a guide almost. You yes. know what I mean? Like there are times I'm 42 years old and like something's one of the kids is sick. I'm calling my mom and I'm like, what should I do? <laughs> da, da, da. Or like something and I'm calling my dad. What do you think? You know? And they're there to guide me. And you don't worry any less as you get, as your children get older, but you're always there. Mm -hmm. And again, sometimes the decisions will please us and sometimes they'll grieve us. Mm -hmm. Put that on a shirt. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) No, it's so true. So true. And, and, um, I think to, to wrap up our time, um, just to remind us that it's all because it's under your care, it's not under your control. I think it's our responsibility to serve people with the opportunity to grow. Yeah. Leading people doesn't mean controlling people, yeah. right? I have a voice in the in the decision maker's life, mm-hmm. but I'm not the decision maker. Um, and they those decisions might go ahead and say it. those decisions please might, us, please and they us, may grieve us, and they might grieve us. But we have to learn just to be accessible mm-hmm. and to be there. Um, care care requires a lot of patience. Yes, control only requires pride. Yeah. Right? That's good. And so like it's we're prideful. We feel like we could always do it better. We feel like we know better. Um but then there's sometimes like if we let go of controls, we might learn something. Yeah. Right? And I think control and this is something uh if we leave you with anything to like marinate on, what is the source of the control? Mm. Cuz for me, I say, I'm oh, sorry, I care, da, 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 da. But the source of control for me a lot of times is anxiety. It's codependency, something fear. I really struggle with, uh, fear. Um, so if you find yourself in these moments of where you're like grasping for control in a situation, take a beat and like really process where that's coming from because there's always an underlying issue. Yep. And you could put a bandaid on anything, mm-hmm. but if you're not attacking that underlying issue, you're not find, finding healing there and you're never going to move forward and you're just going to repeat that cycle of control disguised as care. Yep. Um, and then you're not going to grow. Wow. Yeah. Very good. We're so. going gonna to end it right there. You're dropping bombs. You're welcome. You went from going from the couch to the pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> good job. 
But um, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, we hope it, it was helpful. Uh, give us some feedback. Uh, we, we always post um, a reel or a TikTok of a, a point that we thought really marinated. Um, give us some feedback on that. Tell us if it's something you struggle with, how. Um, speaking of Instagram and TikTok, you can check us out um, on Instagram at Mike Rosato at Jillian Rosato on TikTok at Mike Rosato at Jillian dot dot. Rosato. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, and be sure to subscribe to the podca podcast. Um, we're on all the podcasting platforms you can find. We're also on YouTube if you want to see the video. Hey. hey. Um, and if you are on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up button. Leave us a little comment. Share it with a friend share it in your stories um and we'll be back next wednesday did That's i nail right. it no I nailed you it. nailed it I crushed it you crushed it boom boom awesome. all right bye guys See ya. <laughs>